Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Hayes. Hey, superstar, superhuman. Collie Bottelite. The speed of the ball. He hits it. He's got it. He's got the grand final. He's got the premiership. He has gone from, as I said, a captain to a legend. And probably rugby league immortality. That's not a try. That's a I've been doing a few of these lately and I've thoroughly enjoyed them going back through the old big leagues and uh, reading some articles there and I thought this one was a real cracker. Uh, This one's from 2015 again and it's player club rivalry. So it's the biggest rivalry when players went back to play their old clubs. Uh, They've got eight here, eight to one. Uh, I'll go through them. I thought they were really interesting. Number eight, Gordon Tallis versus the Dragons. Gordy's beef with St. George was more about contract fiascos and his allegiance to Super League but that doesn't mean the Red V Army didn't take it personally. Talos was a legend at the Dragons, touted as a future captain, and he played the 1993 Grand Final with them before signing with their rivals, Brisbane. When Super League didn't happen in 1996, nullifying his contract, Talos opted to sit out the season rather than return to Cogra. This is something that I'd love to touch on one day. Obviously, uh, a crazy story there with Gordon Talos. I'd love to get him on to tell the story because it really is... Something that was just unheard of in the modern game. It just sounds wild, but he did sit out an entire season before going up to Brisbane and, you know, obviously went on to become a Broncos and a Queensland legend. Really interesting there. Number seven, Anthony Watmo versus Manly. Watmo's 13-year relationship with the Seagulls didn't end well. The pair exchanged rings in the 2008 and 2011 Grand Finals, but the local junior was unimpressed when the Silver Tails saved their salary cap cash for their young halves instead of his close mate, Glenn Stewart. After leaving, Watmo criticised his former club's former management and labelled the environment toxic. His return to Brookie should be an interesting one. Obviously, that's uh, I believe a lot of this was pointed at Daly Cherry Evans at the time. Uh, he walked into a squad of you know legends over there at Manly. You got your Jamie Lyons, your Glenn Stewart, your Brett Stewart, your Steve Matthews. These sort of guys that. They won premierships, but then refused to take pay cuts a few years later like the other boys did. So really became very hostile over there at Manly. It's really disappointing how that's how that group of players had to exit our game. Uh, they definitely deserved much better. And I'm sure when Anthony Watmo first returned to Manly in a Parramatta jersey, it would have been pretty hostile. Number six, 
Ben Barber, the 2012 Dalian medalist, versus the Bulldogs. Remember when Ben Barber was the darling of the Bulldogs after winning the 2012 Dalian medal? That seems a long time ago. Within a year, Barber had been given time off for off-field indiscretions, missed a number of weeks with injury, sought an early release to join the Broncos, and limped off the field injured in his last game for Canterbury against the Knights. Obviously, Benny Barber returned to Canterbury there. I think a lot of the fans do appreciate what Ben Barber did for their club, but... A guy that, you know, he essentially wanted to leave at the end. It wasn't overly pretty. Um, I wouldn't say his time at the Broncos was a success. Bit of a hit and miss. But, of course, uh, he would later go to the Cronulla Sharks and go on to win a premiership, which was pretty impressive there. Number five, Craig Wing versus the Sydney Roosters. If there's one rule of breakups, it's never go back to your ex. If you do, someone is going to get hurt. Just ask Craig Wing. He left South Sydney to head to the Roosters when the Bunnies were booted out of the comp. Seven years later, he called a press conference with Russell Crowe and Peter Holmes at court to announce returning to the Rabbitohs. Roosters chairman Nick Politis labelled him a show pony. In his first game against the Roosters, the club's new hooker, Riley Brown, struck wing in the back and sidelined him for three months. That was pretty full on. I remember that uh, Riley Brown was a bit of a dog shot, one of those. I forget what they used to call them, but um, it used to, I think it was a cannonball or was that the one at the legs? They, they used to have a name for this where essentially guys would hold them up and a guy would just come in and belt them. Uh, Craig Wing obviously came through as a Coogee Wombat, uh, was a South junior all the way through, made his first grade debut for South Sydney, was electrifying in his first season or two there. Uh, South got booted out of the comp and Craig Wing needed to find a new home. He went to the Roosters. He had an extremely successful period there. He's obviously uh, their halfback in the 2002 grand final that won the premiership. He scored a try there. Uh, he went on to be a state of origin hooker, played a little bit of seven. Sort of was the ultimate utility, Craig Wing. Imagine him in the modern game coming off the pine. He'd just be so destructive. Uh, number five, Jamie Lyon versus the Eels. Parramatta fans still don't understand how homesickness for the bush is cured by the beaches of Manly or the Super League, but for Jamie Lyon, it did the trick. Lyon was a revelation at the Eels in 2001, but by 2004, he'd walked out, citing homesickness. He returned to the northwest of New South Wales, then tried to join Manly later that year. The Eels blocked the move, so he went to England, won a Man of Steel award, and finally returned to the NRL to win two premierships with Manly. Those Parramatta fans haven't forgotten where he started, though. Uh, of course, Jamie Lyon, he he was an absolute superstar. He was the Kangaroos centre at the time at Parramatta, and he just decided one day he'd had enough. They showed up. His car was still in the car park. He'd just taken off. Brian Smith had no idea what had happened. I had Michael Witt on the podcast talking about this. One of the most surreal stories in rugby league history. Unbelievable. And only a bloke like Jamie Lyon could do this. We all remember Killer obviously went to Manly, was so successful. Uh, he's also remembered for never wanting to play State of Origin. It just wasn't for him. And I mean, if you think about a State of Origin series, if you turn that down, that's 90 grand you're turning down. That's like 30K a game or something. I'm not sure what it was back then, but it would have been a good whack still. And it's playing for your state. So Killer, he's probably Queensland's favourite Origin player ever because he's the guy that turned down the jerseys. They, You know, we all know that no Queensland is turning down a jersey. They absolutely love that about Killer. I'm sure that return to Parramatta, that would have been pretty fiery. Number three, Sonny, ver- Sonny Bill Williams versus the Bulldogs. Has there been a more controversial exit than Sonny Bill Williams' Let's Go to France Great Escape of 2008? SBW's ultimate act of betrayal came without an apology for many years and even had the Kiwi liken himself to a bus driver. 
Five years after his dramatic exit, he returned to the NRL with the Roosters and scored two tries against the Doggies and a chorus of boos. What was worse for Canary was the Roosters' 34-0 drumming was the first time the Bulldogs had been held scoreless since the week after Williams left. That was a wild night at the SFS that evening. I still remember it. I'm pretty sure... Was I there? Was I watching it on TV? Maybe I was watching it on telly. But Sonny Bill, he was just on another level that night. He was incredible. Scored a couple of tries down the right edge. Did not miss it in his return. I still remember being in high school and hearing the news waking up. I was going to training that morning and hearing the news that Sonny Bill was gone. Just such a surreal thing to happen in rugby league. We all know that Sonny Bill went on to do amazing things. But I think that if he had his time over, he'd probably deal with that one a little bit differently. Number two, Justin Hodges versus New South Wales. Whether it was the time he, he told Danny Badiris he wasn't the number one hooker in the game when he offered to take Brett White to the side and belt him after a massive brawl at the end of the 2009 series or when he ran his fingers across his throat, Hodges was never has never been a Blues favourite. Always in the niggle and in the face of New South Wales players. What makes this rivalry more intense is no matter how much New South Wales fans give it to him, he seems to thrive on it. Justin Hodges, one of my favourite players ever. I should hate him as a New South Wales supporter, um, but geez, you just I've got to appreciate how much of a competitor this guy was. He made Origin what it was, and the thing with Hodges, he was a winner too. Yeah, he just got the job done. I think that 2000 and... Uh, six premiership they won. I think it's very underrated how effective Hodges was that year. Uh, Wayne Bennett made a huge call and moved him to fullback a few weeks before the end of the finals, and he was just amazing that year. There's a comeback that uh, that they win over the Canterbury Bulldogs in the prelim final where they're down by a heap at halftime, and Hodges leads the resurgence. He has this unbelievable run and gives this ball to Sean Berrigan, who goes 70 metres to score upside down. An incredible moment. Absolutely love Hodjo as much as I shouldn't. A champion bloke. Paul Gallon versus Queensland, number one. We're not sure what Gallon really thinks of Queenslanders, but we get the feeling it might be something along the lines of two-headed grubs whom he hates. Not that those north of the Tweed River are too subtle about their feelings either. In the lead into game two, the Courier Mail labelled him a drug cheat, and the reception Maroon, Maroons fans gave him every time he touches the ball makes the feelings known. Obviously, Paul Gallen, New South Wales captain for a long time, the man to end the drought, but, I mean, he lost a handful of uh, Origin series around that, so, I mean, he's always been the guy to stand up to Queensland. There was obviously years to come. There'd be that punch that he throws on Nate Miles where he essentially says, you know, we've had enough of your shit over the last few years. A great origin moment. Pretty much ended the punch in rugby league, though. So, um, you know, double-edged sword there. But whether it was going to be that punch or the next punch after that, I don't think it mattered. It was a matter of time till it happened anyway. But Paul Gallen and that rivalry with Queensland, definitely one to keep in the history books forever. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.